0: Instagram quotes are great. Don't get me wrong, right? Like they get you hyped up. You're like, yeah, totally. I do feel I I feel like I do need to, to you know, follow my dreams or hang in there when you see it. But Leah posted one, that's our, our therapist friend Leah posted one the other day talking about nothing is worth your mental health. Okay? And that sounds really good. But today on the show, we're going to delve into that because honestly, like what is worth mental anguish and what is not? That's our Mental Health Monday. We got a great show on the way today, by the way. Hi, my name Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're
1: not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: 390 episodes. This show is crazy to me. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Um, Happy Monday. You're listening in real time. In case you're new to our podcast, by the way, we've got three principles: is live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host Nancy Yancy. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want two non-sports people to talk about sports for a second because that seems
1: that would be us.
0: <laughs> that seems entertaining <laughs> because in the last week, I feel like you and I both tried to be sports people. So I think mm. giving an outside perspective of like a non sports person, you know, uh-huh. should be really interesting. So yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't really care about sports that much. I just, I never really have. And I blame it on the time that I um, busted my pinky. Well, I do blame it on a lot of things. I feel like I had so much childhood trauma around sports. My dad was constantly my coach. Like, why was dad always the coach of every team?
1: <laughs> because no one else ever wanted to do it.
0: <laughs> like, my dad was always <laughs> literally the coach of every single team that we when did. You
1: and your brother. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And so, like, that that will – that will really – and I don't think anyone would have, like, a different point of view on that. Like, if, you're, if your dad was ever your coach or your parent was ever your coach, like, it's just – it's just different, you know. So yeah. for some reason, he was always the coach. So that kind of ruined it for me. And then one time I was playing baseball, I guess it was t-ball. How old was I, mom, with the, with the pinky incident? <laughs> T- yeah, because I felt it. Like,
1: you must have been like six, seven. I, I mean, like I was like played-
0: twenty-two. It, it seemed like it was yesterday, literally. <laughs> Which even twenty-two was such a long time ago. <laughs> um, so I was playing t-ball, and uh, rumor has it, like story goes that I had um, was batting. And I think what we think happened was that the ball hit me like I was, you know, holding the bat and the ball must have hit my pinky against the bat. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, it like turned, it, it was my pinky, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And it turned my pinky like black, you know, like the nail mm-hmm. and nail fell off. And I was like, hell no. Like I'm never doing this again. <laughs> like, That's the end of my baseball career. Uh-uh. That, honestly, mom, was that, the, was that the last time I ever played sports? Like, uh-huh. do you remember if that was like the actual last time or was that, that just? That would have been it. I never really liked sports. I just never really got into it. So then when that happened, I was like, no, and I swear to you, I'll try like every different sport too, but I was never really a thing. And I started doing acting and I was like, this is much safer. So I'm going to do this. Uh, um, so, uh, but like in the last week, I feel like my mom and I both tried to be sports people yes. and I, you know, the Ravens here is like a really big deal, right? Like it's, oh, it is yeah. part of the Maryland culture. I mean, it's crabs. <laughs> they even said it on TV today. I was watching. It's, I guess Fox was running the game today. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, yeah, that's Maryland, Maryland's for crabs and football. So it's like. <laughs> That's like a, you know that's that's what you do when you're here, right? So I was uh-huh. like, you know what? Like I've been following the game mostly on the phone for the past couple of months, um, just to like check the score. But I've never actually watched a game. Like I've never actually on sat there, like watched a yeah a game. And I didn't watch uh-huh. the whole thing, but I probably watched it, probably more than half of it, the second half of it, right?
1: Uh
0: huh. Um, and I want to give you my review of watching sports as a non-sports person, <laughs> oh, which is shoot. I don't know how y'all do this all the time for a lot of different reasons. Number one, it's very long. It's like yeah. it's, it, is, it is an investment. Like it started at one and it was over at four 30. That's three and a half hours. Yeah, it is long. Like when they came to me and they were like, Hey, there's a new, what was it? Justice league movie that came out and it was like three hours, I think three or four hours. And I was like, oh, how in cool. the world would I sit through a three or four hour movie? Uh You know, so like, I I don't, I honestly don't know how you, you do it. I don't, Uh like, I don't know, like, and, and props to you. Like, that's like a lot of dedication, right. To like sit there and like invest three and a half hours of time into it and like not getting bored, you know, like it's, it's impressive. Like that's, that's pretty, that must be super entertaining to you that like, it's that good. And I was, you know, I was kind of like half watching, I'd be on my phone some, but then but here's what I don't understand because what you do is you invest about three, three and a half hours into it. Now, this game was – it was another one that like – and this is why I started watching So I was trying to understand like how these games end up the way they do. Because almost every game that we've had this year has been some kind of nail-biting situation, you know? Uh-huh. And so we were in – we went to overtime and I like literally – I got so much anxiety. <laughs> like i had such a mat and like again i'm not playing the game you know what right. i mean like I, I and like it's not even really like mike it's it's a the team of the city that i live in uh-huh you know like it's not like uh-huh. i've been watching these guys for years or honestly even know what the hell is going on to i was be completely to honest say with that. You. did you even understand no, what not really I, I don't really even know the basics of football to be honest yeah. with you <laughs> but like the anxiety of knowing that like you're in overtime and like uh-huh. that somebody is about to like win and somebody's about to lose and it's like a <laughs> sudden death pretty much. Uh-huh. Like I just I I got the most massive amount of anxiety <laughs> spending the last it was probably overtime it was maybe 20 minutes total.
2: Oh, I mean, God. I was like glued,
0: and I didn't even know what was going on. So like, uh-huh. I totally get this weird, especially I'm sure if you knew what was going on in a football game and you totally be like, Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I was sucked in. Like I was, you would have thought that I was like a diehard football fan, but the <laughs> amount of like, Staring, I was doing at the screen. You know, <laughs> it was crazy. Now, mom, you were like a diehard. Now I can see. I would consider myself but for about twenty minutes. today I was like a diehard Ravens fan. Like I don't know. I would say last week you were a diehard Braves fan. I was. You for know? several games. Yeah, uh-huh. I was. So, um, I uh, I want to get your your take on it as somebody that's not really a a sports or baseball fan. Like, do you do you yeah. know the concept of baseball? How it works? Even like, do you yeah, understand the much. rules? Yeah, okay. it seems so, fairly simple to me compared to football give me yeah there's a lot happens in football y'all uh, oh and man like I'm sure like I get like first down second down. you have to like run some some like, there's like, like a line <laughs> there's like a line they have to pass there's like a line they have to pass and then it like turns over and they get four more chances to get past the next line that's all I got that's yeah. all I got i think and I think yeah. I was I don't even know that was right but I think that's like basically <laughs> what happened i mean they get have to go like Can't 15 or 20 thirty yards I don't know but that's uh-huh. like that's like my idea of what's happening uh-huh. here um, okay, wait, so, uh, I want you as a non-baseball person uh-huh. who became a diehard baseball person,
1: uh-huh. just for, give, just for a minute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> give me your, uh, give me your rundown.
1: Well, first of all, you know, it's a world series and your dad's very excited about it. So, you know, I'd be sitting there with him at, at night and most times when there's sports on, I'm reading something while he's watching them. But I kind of got into it because he started telling me all about what was happening and why it was important. And then I started learning something about the players. and
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and then I got sucked into it. So by the end of that series, oh, my gosh, I was so <laughs> excited. I knew all the players' names. I knew their positions. Yeah. yeah I, thought I had a great time. Now, get, will like, I ever in. watch it again? I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe, Maybe not. for the
1: World Series, but... You know, when will that happen again?
0: Right, right.
1: But No, not going to have It's just funny, family.
0: like you can really like, and this is this is what I understand about bandwagon fans now. But I don't even like. I need you know what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna because you know what you know. A lot of our listenership still comes from San Diego, um, uh-huh. and there's nobody more bandwagon even San Diego fans. <laughs> um, I swear to God, like. Uh, Padres, like that, that damn stadium was empty when I was there. I mean, yeah. like you could, you could have damn, you could have shaken everybody's hand that came to the game, you know,
1: <laughs> Remember uh,
0: until they start winning. Uh, why, why are there bandwagon fans? Bandwagon fans. Cause I want to figure out like what causes that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. There's how to identify. Okay, here we go. Well, this is, this is a Nats fan. I wonder if this is. I want to see if this will work though. This is the science between, because um, this is talking about the Nationals, the Washington DC um, baseball team. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out like why it is that we do this. Why do we become bandwagon fans over here? Um, uh-huh. Because again, you you could have given two shits about baseball. Mm-hmm.
1: But all the height makes it makes it. Yeah, exciting. yeah, you know, yeah. like that's what I want to get wanna... into it. Just like I love, I love to go to an, a sporting event. Yeah,
0: I've always enjoyed it. I kind of wish I would have gone to the Ravens game today, honestly, because it was a one yeah. o'clock game. It was super oh. exciting. Kind of pissed and it I didn't go. It was a go. beautiful day, too. Yeah, it was wasn't... a great day. I know, I know. Yeah. But I just, I just watched it at home instead. Yeah. Okay, so let me read you this about the bandwagon effect. This is a okay. uh, professor, American University professor, Trina Ulrich. And she says it's essentially a psychological phenomenon that happens when people are doing something because others are already doing it.
1: Yeah. It has to
0: do a lot with psychology term called dispositional disp- hope. It's a belief that you can achieve personal goals. This is weird. Hmm. And she said, and this hope resides in everyone. Some people have a higher dispositional hope and others have a lower dispositional hope. So if you have a bunch of diehard Nats fans, this is obviously talking about the Nats. We can, Uh they're Braves and they're Padres or Uh Ravens even, or, Uh um, but I don't know. No, the thing here is like people are like diehard Ravens. Even when they do bad, they love them. Right. Yeah. Um, So so if you have a, a diehard, a bunch of diehard fans with a high dispositional hope, they will draw into other fans that may have low dispositional hope. Hmm. It has to do with the feel good hormones like serotonin, oxytocin and dopamine. It Uh says when the hormones rise because of motivation and excitement and success, the brain gets bathed in this. And then this, then there's a pleasure effect. So why not feel this way too? When you see somebody else feeling this way, interesting. (laughs) This is super interesting. Yeah. Um, It says the bandwagon effect also has something to do with conformity. She explains in the 1950s, Polish, uh, Polish American psychoanalyst, which Solomon R. I don't know how to say that name. Um, Is a S C H. It doesn't matter. I uh, was a pioneer of social psychology. He devised uh, an experiment that Ulrich uses every year in a class in her version. She asked the students to match uh, match a horizontal line with uh, one of three vertical lines on a whiteboard. One of these vertical lines is much longer than the horizontal line. The second line is closer in size, but a bit longer. And the third is the same exact size. Um, But just before class, she picks a handful of students to passionately make a case for the wrong line. She said, mm. I want you to tell – I want you to tell me that a line is almost the same length as the horizontal line uh, is the same length and see what happens to the rest of the class. Mm. Nearly every time the class goes along with a, the three or four hand-picked students say, interesting.
3: <laughs> but, wow. Uh, uh,
0: but it's interesting also that there's always one or two students that really retaliate and stand up by saying, no, come on, let's measure that line. And they're oh. very detail-oriented. Uh, this person, this professor went on to say that uh, that having people with diverse traits and backgrounds in a group can prevent complete conformity. Uh, but when it comes to a you know, a baseball team in a World Series like the Braves, she believes the bandwagon effect can be a good way to unite people in, re- in a region and then help them forget about what might divide them for a few nights of baseball. That's true. That's a really good point. Yeah, that is. Wow, that's interesting, right? (laughs) So basically, if everyone else around you is saying, go Braves, go Padres, Uh go Ravens, go... diamondbacks (laughs) (laughs) diamondbacks
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know that anybody's saying go diamondbacks what do I know but then like basically you you'll start saying it. it yeah because sure. they're feeling so good about it that it makes you yep. feel good about it wow yeah. that's really interesting I didn't ex- expand or uh, plan to go this uh, this deep on this see but, that's uh, what
1: happened here Jimmy yeah, Like was like so he's excited. excited.
0: You want to feel that same yeah. thing, so you're like, "Yeah, yeah. like, like oh, those feel good chemicals." You know, that is
1: kind of interesting. Wow. Oh, yeah, Yay. Yeah. Yeah. okay, that's cool.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I like that. that's interesting. Yeah. That, made, that made me feel good.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I want to get, start our day, our
0: Monday. Yeah. Right. So now you understand yeah. more of the bandwagon effect. Pass that along yeah. to somebody next time. I, and, and I guess I, should we feel bad for being bandwagon fans? I don't think so. You know, like there's if you're not there for the bad course. days, up, yeah. There's but there's not you're right. Enough
1: hardcores to pull them through.
0: I guarantee you, at that Raven Stadium today, because it was a home game today, um, uh-huh. I guarantee you, in that stadium today, were a bunch of Biden supporters uh-huh. and a bunch of Trump supporters. Uh huh. I bet you there were a bunch of people that were vaccinated. Uh huh. And there were a bunch of people that weren't vaccinated. Right. Um. And and I, I bet you there are people that uh, you know are Christian and Muslim and. Mm-hmm. Um Jewish. Uh-huh. And atheist. Yep. And we all kind of, you know, they all kind of mm-hmm. come together for the let's so say, you know what? I'm I'm all about a bandwagoner. Yeah. Yay, bandwagons. Yeah.
1: They're all yeah. focused. They're all focused on one thing and that's what's happening on that field.
0: Yeah. And that's all that matters. Putting their personal beliefs aside. So that made uh-huh. me feel good. Yeah. I love that. Uh mom, I wanted to get an update today about your heart because I know that you oh. went in for a um Cardi, did you go in for mm-hmm. a uh, ultrasound? For an ultrasound, uh huh. Now, in case yeah. you're you haven't been in the podcast for a while, my mom was um, having some heart issues, and I know you just wanted to kind of get it checked up on because right. it's not you know it's that's like not something that's a. Uh,
1: well, actually, I went to my annual physical, and my heart rate was fast, and yeah. she thought I may have some AFib, so we're trying yeah. to check that out. So, been referred to a cardiologist, and one of the first steps was to. Um, start taking a blood thinner just in case, which I'm doing. And then the second thing was to go have an ultrasound. So I did that on Friday and, um, it was easy breezy, but you always want to know, you know, and the text, the the text can't say anything to you. Right. I mean,
0: um,
1: so (laughs) I was there and I think her name was Jill. Anyway, I said, so Jill, If that was your heart, how would you be happy with it? And she said, You know, no one's ever asked it that
0: way. (laughs) She said, They really can't. And why is it the text can't? Because they're not, they're not like doctors, right? They can't, right? They're They're not trained trained. well enough to like really, yeah. But obviously, you want to know that's the worst Uh is like getting the test done. Oh,
1: it looks everything looks perfect. And I walk out of there and have a heart attack. Right. And then somebody could go back and say, well, well she Jill said, said. I was per- yeah, Jill said,
0: yeah.
1: um, but she said, I've never had anyone ask me that in that way. And of course, you know, she says people always want to know. And she said, I'll just say it's a good heart, and I said <laughs> so that's
0: got to make you okay, feel better. Okay, thank yeah. you.
1: I'll take that. <laughs>
0: but like, do you almost feel like she had to say that? What happened? She was like, "Ew," you know, like.
1: <laughs> well, I asked her. I, I said, "Should I be watching your face as you're doing this yeah. to determine if I should get up and run?" And she said, "The only reason that you would be con- you, sh- you should be concerned is if I go call the doctor."
0: <laughs> okay, so that's said,
1: good. Otherwise. We're good. That's I good. I said then. okay. So she didn't leave to go call the doctor. So, I'm assuming that it just like all the other tests will go fine.
0: Let me tell you about my um one of the most nerve-wracking days of my marriage that I can remember. So, it was um she, uh, my ex-wife had a um uh, uh, what do you call that like in your uterus? What were those things called? Like polyps. Polyps, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so she had to go get an ultrasound done to like, see what they were. Right. And so mm-hmm. obviously that's like a, that's kind of scary. Anytime you have to get like something checked like that, mm. some kind of growth inside of you, you know, you're kind of like, Oh God. <laughs> and so I don't know why for some reason she was like, Oh, cause it was, I, I think she had to like go pick them up herself to get them to like to her doctor's appointment on Monday or something. So she had to actually go pick them up from the lab. This over in we were in Phoenix. Uh-huh. And so she did. And as she, of course, like, you're going to look at them you know what yeah. i mean like so she looked and i forget what it said on there like i think it said like precancerous or like something about cancer uh-huh. and as a non a non professional uh-huh. like obviously like you're super stressed because like mm. you don't know how to read it it's just just like just like you know your your friend over the heart ultrasound <laughs> doesn't really quite know but as a civilian you definitely don't know what the hell's going <laughs> on right no so she uh, so she gets home and she sees this and she I think she opens it when she gets home, she sees it and it says something about like cancer or precancer or something like that and literally like melts down. Now, no. here's the problem is that it's like four fifty eight on a Friday. <laughs> okay at this point so like she's like melting down and it's like you know as as men typically do we're not here to like console you we're just here to fix the problem so I'm uh-huh. like frantically calling like any doctor I can get on the phone <laughs> I don't even remember who in the hell I finally got on the phone I I called like any like I think I was calling different area codes like just trying oh, to get anybody geez. like just trying to get anybody on the phone that could like explain this to me oh. and just like you know help us understand like was this cancer or what you know yeah um, um, and we finally got somebody on the phone to explain to us, like, it has to be marked that way no matter what, but oh. it like, for those, like, if I like hour, like it was a complete meltdown, but I was just calling mm-hmm. anybody. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. Like you you dropped out of medical school, okay, I met you on Facebook. Like, it's fine. Like, it doesn't really matter who it is. I'll just take, take your advice because I need somebody to like confirm that. So I know, but there's nothing more anxiety causing than waiting for medical results. Yeah. There's nothing worse, so it is. but that's a good. Hard. I think that's good that she gave you that heads up that you know it's yeah. it's a it's a good thing. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's I good. We'll so. keep
0: us posted. And so yeah, you go in. So when is your next thing with your heart? Thursday. Okay, uh-huh. so we'll get an update on um yeah. on Friday show. Yeah. Uh, all right, Maryland Monday really quick. And this is I say with with Maryland, if you're not from here, you probably don't know anything about this state. It's so tiny, and like what <laughs> like <laughs> what, where, where's Maryland? You know, like I guarantee you, if you lived in California, you wouldn't like, and l- that can actually be our question. Carissa, can like, you put that on Facebook for us? Because I want to know if, if honestly, if you don't live in Maryland, could you pick out Maryland on a map? Cause I, I didn't know where I didn't know where it was. Like right <laughs> when I got the job call, like to go to Baltimore, Maryland, I'm like, what the hell is Maryland at? <laughs> um, so, See if you could, honestly, could you pick it on a map? Probably not. So, we do Maryland Mondays where I say, listen, I'm going to teach you one thing about Maryland. I'm kind of learning along with you too as we go. Um, This is nothing really, there's no like fact here. This is just like a, um, usually I'm I'm like, you know, in 1930, blah, blah, blah. We have (laughs) to talk about the Maryland flag for a second because there is the wildest (laughs) obsession with this. I've never lived in a state with an obsession with its flag more than in Maryland. And there is this diehard passion for this state flag, like I've never seen before. Like literally, it is on every. You can't walk down the street without <laughs> seeing someone. And I almost felt a little bit of it in Arizona. Arizona's got a a, a good obsession for its flag, uh-huh. but y'all. It, it is on. It is on ev- on every T shirt. Not every, but like people wear it on their shirts they have they have shorts that are made out of it uh they have bumper <laughs> stickers made of, they have uh what's the I'm trying to think of the craziest thing i've ever seen i should ask that question of like on the radio show about like the craziest maryland flag item they've seen there's <laughs> such an obsession with this flag probably an unhealthy obsession um but you'll literally if you ever come to maryland like you will see it on everything because people i people that are, that are you know from here love it they just they uh-huh. love Love everything about it, so proud. Just know that
3: mm-hmm. the
0: Maryland state flag is very beloved mm-hmm. in the state, and you've probably never even seen it before. That's what's so funny. Mm-hmm. you've already never seen it, you know what I mean like if you're not from here you've never seen it. but if you're from I'm here like you like I'm
1: sitting here thinking, I've been there twice and I don't know that I saw it. Oh, no, you saw I guarantee
0: it. you saw it. Yeah, you can't probably, not. you just I, didn't even yeah, know you don't know, know what it looks I didn't like you know it. Yeah. yeah, I
1: didn't pay attention to it.
0: So there's your Maryland yeah. Monday fact <laughs> for today.
1: You go to Maryland next time. I'll have to get a flag shirt.
0: You'll have to, it's very popular. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, let's uh let's get to our uh, our quote for today, mom, for Monday.
1: Okay. It's from Steve Jobs, and he said, Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: so true. I know that's right. Be true that's right. to who you are. We're not sports fans, and that's okay. Yeah, a lot of people are. Yeah. But be true to yourself and, and what lights your fire and inspires a, you.
0: I had a conversation with a, a friend this weekend and she is uh she is divorced and it was a really it was like an aha moment for her. One that I've had to like kind of I think that I've had recently. Um maybe not so much as I did probably six months ago, but there's so many things that like are programmed into you just Mm -hmm. to like believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. And one of those things that is so deeply ingrained into our, our bodies are from birth on basically is the idea that you must be in a relationship to be happy. And Mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're not in a relationship, you must be constantly looking for a relationship (laughs) uh, to, to gain that ultimate success in life, which is being with that one person you know and having that mm-hmm. wedding and everything else well i um had a conversation with with a friend and she was saying that she cuz she's divorced and she was saying like i you know i i i just don't really want to be in a relationship right now mm-hmm. she's like but i none of my single friends can comprehend that mm-hmm. um they're constantly trying to be like hey don't worry like like almost like consoling her you know uh-huh. like hey don't worry like You're going to find him like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, or let me set you up with this person. But she's like, I'm I'm genuinely for the first time since my divorce, happy being single. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get that. Like, I completely Um, understand about how much I don't think people in relationships, because you've been doing them for so long, realize how hard, like how much work goes into them probably because you've just yes. done them for so long and you're so used mm-hmm. to doing them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I told her cause she was, she was like, I can't, I can never explain to anyone around me that I'm just enjoying being single right now because it is so like shunned upon, you know, like it's just mm-hmm. not understood. And mm-hmm. she's like, I, I almost feel guilty by saying that. And I was like, I don't think you have to feel guilty. It's like, it's like is that, does that, is that what makes you happy right now? You know, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, but my mom is kind of like, giving me a hard time about it. And I'm like, listen, like this is, this is your life. Like, why would you want yes. to be in a relationship to make your mom happy? You know? No, 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 um, no. It's your life. Yeah. So yes. I don't know. I just, that's a, it's just a small example. Like how many things, and this, it, listen, it took me like going through hell to get to this. And we talk about this a lot, but it's just a good reminder of like, really think about the things you do. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you, are you mm-hmm. living the life that you want to live? Cause y'all we're yes. taking away over here. I'm almost damn 40 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: Like, are yeah. you living the life that you want to live? Are you living this life that like you feel like you had to lead, like lead, lead, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like really analyze that because There's you don't get another chance of this thing, you know, Mm -mm. and like what you don't want to be is uh, I I bet my mom can tell you, Mm -hmm. you don't want to be 68 years, 69 years old and look back on your life and realize that you led somebody else's dream.
1: Oh, no. Can't imagine. You know, can't imagine. But it happens all the time. All the time.
0: And that's that's like part of what I want you to take away from this Monday show is like you're living. You're living someone else's dream right now. If you're not being authentic to yourself right? and, and like, listen, look down. What happened? Mm-hmm. Like time, time got away from you. You know, remember yes. that job you said you were going to take just really quick to like, you know, now you've been there for 10 years. You don't mm-hmm. even, you don't even like going, you know, right. it doesn't fulfill you. Or maybe it stopped fulfilling you years ago, you yeah. know, or that relationship. that Like you kind of know is like run its course. And like, I'm not saying it has to end, but like, why not put that effort in? It. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not confront? You know, that's what my mom had to do confront mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. or end it. Right. And listen, I'm not. I'm not pro divorce by any means, but I'm. I'm not pro staying in situations just because you said you were going to. Right. It's a lot of things you said you were going to do you didn't do. How's that mm-hmm. New Year's resolution going?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, Be true
1: to yourself. Take risk. Take a chance. Yeah. Because life is short. Yep. life is short.
0: Yeah, and that's that. So um, that's there it. is your, uh, there's your quote for today. Take a break. Leah's on in just a couple seconds with our, ma- I mean, not Monday edition. uh with uh, <laughs> mental health Monday. We got so many damn bits. I do so many damn bits throughout the week that I'm like, I what know. day is it? What show I is know.
1: it? Who am I on with now?
0: Yeah, I'm actually formulating another podcast right now too. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. I got this idea that I want to do, but I just don't have time for it. <laughs> so, but I'm already kind of like putting together a plan because I do want to roll it out eventually, but I'm just not sure when that's going to be my first free moment. I have, I promise that'll be my next. I like it. I like making podcasts. I do. I think it's really fun. And, yeah. um, I, um, it's got a different genre. I want to go down, but, uh, anyway, mama's boy's not going anywhere. Don't worry. I love mama's boy. Uh, okay. Anyway, back in a sec. Hang on.
3: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All
0: right, Mental Health Monday 2nd. Before we get to that, uh, hello, certified fans. So good to talk to you. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show. Yes. Um, We are – when we have a a new certified fan, that's just somebody that supports our podcast and you get a bunch of perks by doing so. And uh, when you do, you can text the word fans, F-A-N-S. To 888-Kramer8. Just text FANS to 888-Kramer8. You can go on the show notes of this podcast or you can um, go to com and do it on there. But uh, when you do, you become, uh, you you uh, you get an episode dedicated to you. You also get a um, a whoop whoop on our podcast. And we don't have anybody new. We go back. We think somebody's been here before. And we don't have anybody new today. Do you hear that? Is that my headphones again? That's not my headphones, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: Do you want me We're to do change it? it. <ś explanatory> no. There you <cohesive Multiply> go. Yeah!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: there it is. <laughs> there it is.
1: Not quite the same.
0: <Cop availability> no, but that's fine. <laughs> um,
1: <protetics> just add to the jankiness.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not getting any better over here, people. Podcast <prochährt> is getting jankier by the damn day. <mumbles>
1: but we still want Can't you to sign it. up and join us. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not, it's, it's a slowly sinking ship. Not, you know, <laughs> not going anywhere quick. It's just slowly going downhill. Uh, Diana B is our, our certified fan for today. Diana B okay. from Escondido, California.
1: Okay. Man, Diana B. How about that? How about that? What number is she? She's 151
0: is okay. our uh, certified fan today. And thank you so much for being a certified fan. Really appreciate that. Yes. And um, she joined June of 2020. And like, you know, a lot. If you oh, joined so in 2020, and you're still here. Like that's, uh-huh. that's like, that's really cool. That's you know, we're so getting, we're getting close to 400 episodes and like, it's making me a little emotional because I'm just like, man, I don't think you know how mm-hmm. good it feels to like have so many people backing you up. You know? Oh yeah. Like, I got I got effed. And like to the fact that like you guys weren't loyal to the or maybe you still, I mean I don't care if you still listen to the station or not, to be honest with you, but like like the you that you wanted to come over and like give me four hundred more episodes mm-hmm. of just me and my mom. There's no bullshit music <laughs> here. Like it's just us. And like, I don't know, I'm getting emotional as we get close to 400. So anyway, (laughs) it takes people like Diana B to like keep this podcast going. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Diana B. And um, this is your maybe first whoop whoop, but you're, you deserve all the credit today. So Diana, Diana B, our certified fan today. Here's your whoop whoop.
1: Yes. Whoop whoop to Diana B. We're so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Also, let's not forget to vote. Got two more Mm -hmm. days of voting for um, Podcast Magazine. Thank you again for making us the number two um, podcast in the country and Mm -hmm. Podcast Magazine this last month. It's amazing. We need to get there again, but it's all fan voted. So text the word fans if you don't mind. It takes 20 seconds to do it. Uh, Text the word fans, F A N S, to 888 Kramer 8. Fans to 888 Kramer 8. Or again, show notes. Uh, everything's down there as well. So you can just click on that. And thank you for voting for us. And also if you get some love to Kramer and Jess uncensored, I'd really appreciate that. Cause we kind of fell down as like number eight this month or something. So we can get that back up at number three.
1: Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: But thanks for the love for serving mama's boy. He it's awesome. So thank happy. you. Yes. All right, mom, that's it for you today. I love you.
1: Okay, honey. Love you forever.
0: All right. On Monday we do something called mental health Monday on the show. And this is when my therapist friend, Leah, Leah Aguirre, it comes on here and we just talk all things mental health and um, she's great. She really is great. She's on the, the Haven app. So hopefully you'll check it out. And she'll explain more about that here in just a, a couple of seconds. A few weeks ago, you posted this. You said nothing is worth it if it's at the expense of your mental health. Mm-hmm. Now, I like that. I mean, it sounds really good, right? But the question is, what do you give up in the sake of your mental health? Is the answer always everything? No. So then what is? What (laughs) is worth giving up for the sake of your mental health in? What are those things? And how do you know if you've hit that point in these separate categories? Because like, for example, let's take a marriage. Take me there, Leah. Take me there.
2: So when I was... (laughs) So I was (laughs) going to pass out a
0: really... This is deep. Um,
2: So I was going to actually say someone had commented. I thought it was pretty funny because they were like, well, what if everything's bad for your mental health? And I'm like, that's a good point.
0: It's <laughs> lucky. True. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so marriage you're saying,
0: we'll start with marriage.
2: Okay. Well, mental, listen, if it's someone's if married for a
0: decade, health. there's a lot of not great mental health days in any, in any marriage. Right. Like you can't expect every day to be like a, a great mental health day with your significant right. other, Right. Right. So when do you know that, where is that point? Like, where is that point then of like, this is, this is where I need to draw the line. Well,
2: is it this, if it's a source of your poor mental health, like the source of your poor self-esteem, I think you do consider.
0: Give me an example. then then what, then what is that point then?
2: So, cause this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's not just like you're in a marriage, you have some mental health days that are difficult because people with like major depression, right? You have days when you're depressed and it's not necessarily your partners or the marriage or the family dynamics. It's just your body, you know, your chemistry, like yeah. it's, it's trauma, right? It's like all these other things that can contribute. So, and uh, you know, a fight with a partner could maybe exacerbate it or cod- te- you know, cause you to have some feelings of like sense of self-worth or guilt or whatever, but sure not talk i mean that's most relationships right when you get into right. argument it doesn't always feel good and you're gonna like struggle with it and maybe struggle with your mental health a little bit sometimes sure. but i'm talking about when it's the source of your mental like health distress or so like for example like an abusive or unhealthy relationship where there's controlling behaviors or jealousy or you don't feel seen or heard or you're having to give up everything for your partner or family and Mm. you don't have a solid sense of self like those. And I'm not saying that you give it up. I I think it depends. Again, this is person to person. It depends on the marriage and like relationship dynamics and it depends on how willing the partner is to change or to change the dynamics or even the severity of the abuse or unhealthy or the health of the relationship. I think you have to consider, but I think if it's a source, like, again, I'm just going back to like the abusive relationship, like, say you have children with someone and they're physically and emotionally abusive or even just emotionally abusive and mm-hmm. you're just feeling like crap and you're always second guessing yourself and your ability to parent, your ability to partner. I That's would a- con- I would encourage someone to reevaluate that marriage, seriously, and and see if it's worth being in for a long like for long for the long the long, oh my gosh, the long term. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. We've been I, recording I think, a lot today. I know <laughs> this is our
0: fifth recording. People, give us, give yeah. us a little slack here, okay? Oh, do you see
2: what I'm saying? Because I think, like, I no, think totally, actually,
0: that, that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. let me ask you this question. Well, let's stick with relationships for one second. You've been a therapist for how many years? Um,
2: six months. Seven. Oh, seven or eight. What
0: is six? <laughs> six months. Six. <laughs> um, she, this, it's our first day.
2: I'm just seven doing years. it on the podcast. I don't actually have any credentials.
0: <laughs> she just, just throws some advice. letters after her name and nobody knows what they mean. So we're just nobody, like, it's fine. Yeah,
2: I can fool everyone. No, yeah. um, not like I would say seven to eight years.
0: How many people have you recommended they end their marriage?
2: I don't recommend that. Um, because in therapy, really, we're not, if it's if I'm worried about the safety of someone, I will say I'm concerned about your safety. And if you don't leave this relationship, you or you know, your children or like, your sure. safety or your physical...
0: But you don't ever say, like, it's this time, like, this is not a good situation. It's like, it's over.
2: I'll be, well, and I'll reflect. And, like, you don't seem happy. You've made multiple, like, you come in every time, you say this every time, you seem really unhappy, and you don't seem to enjoy this relationship or find any aspects of it being enjoyable. Because, mm. like, my job isn't to make decisions for anyone. My job is just to, like, reflect and also, like, what, you know, with the training and I had, like, talk about, use different techniques for them to consider their values and consider what's important to them and think about their mental health and well being and then right. create kind of like I guess like a discrepancy like how is how are your values? Are they is your current situation in line with your values and what you want for yourself? I mean it's mm-hmm. really just because I can't tell anyone and I know it, it's also really hard for some people if we're talking about relationships to leave because of financial dependence because of sure. You know, there could be, there. they could worry, like, will I have a roof over my head? Can I support my kids and myself alone? Like, right. I mean, there's, so who am I to say, like, leave, you know? Um, right. But I will highly encourage them to reflect. And I'll say, you know, we have not mentioned one positive trait about this person. So,
0: mm-hmm. you know. So you're like, low you key, you need- I don't like it, but I can't tell you that.
2: <laughs> I'll just watch what they say. <laughs> but, I, but I have. They're just love a- doing
0: that. They don't, they, they don't tell you what to do. They They, they let you know how they feel. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
2: I mean, because it's not okay. our job again, Like, if it's safety stuff, I'll be direct. If it's not, sure. I'll be like, I'll, and sometimes I'll be like, well, what do you think? And I'll say, well, I can't like advise you on anything, but sure. I'll, again, I'll reflect. And I'm like, it seems like if you're asking me, you're, there's something in you that is, is not happy with the situation.
0: Let's go to another big source of, um, mental anguish at times and that can be our job, yes. right? Yeah. So when is the job? do you give up your job in the sake of your mental health? Like at what think, point? Cause again, if we're saying it's the source, but like break me down to that situation because jobs, no matter what jobs are frigging annoying. And I right. think that like, I mean, I, I even have a quote unquote fun job. My job's frigging annoying. You know what I mean? So like, how do you, uh, how, when, like, when is that point? Like you know, I have to keep
2: working with you every Monday on this. Yeah.
0: I think about that. <laughs> when do you give this up? <laughs> this might be the last episode, right here. I never know.
2: <laughs> I that's a good point. And again, like so, like that. That like, qu- would you call it a quote? Whatever I said in that post, it's like it's very, I guess, dramatic, right? Like it's very sure. extreme. It's, 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 it's
0: to make a point. Yes, yes.
2: To make a point, but like I, I also think. Again, is it the source of your? As you said, mental anguish, or is it just, like, added to it? Um, mm. Also, I feel like in some jobs – I actually remember my own therapist telling me this a while back. Like, it's a job, she said to me. Like, And, like, the thing is, you know, art is – as a mental health provider and, like, social worker – you're doing, dealing with heavy stuff and you're a mandatory reporter. And so other people's safety and mental health are not like in your hands, but you are, there's a sense of responsibility. But I remember just in general worrying about like the documentation and productivity and more of those things. And her just having this statement of like, it's a job, like this right. is a job. Right. And I remember once I said that, or she said that I had this like realization, okay, it's just a job. Like it's, I I, that's you know, what I'm saying. The, I
0: guarantee it, you everyone listening right now has had a mental anguish when it comes to their profession. So within what is, then when do you know this is the right time?
2: Well, so I guess I'm thinking like, let's think of a different extreme, right? Say you're working in a, like a, um, corporate office and you're being harassed by someone constantly and that's the culture and there's nothing going to change. And it's, it's like a hostile work environment. Right. I would, I mean, you don't have to, That well, that's illegal, but I think it's one of those things where that's not just a you really don't have the ability to turn off that culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can let things go, but like at the end of the day, if you're being abused or exploited or harassed, whatever it is, I mean, that's a culture, and if nobody's making changes, I think maybe you do consider leaving, right? Because that's sure. different.
0: Right? Well, I was, yeah, I, I think that I have, I have stayed um, a recent job. Um, I, I think that there were so many toxic things that um, I. Probably should have left because it was causing a lot of anguish. Some mm-hmm. may say, um, but how do I? Like, I guess that's the point. Is like, tell me that. Like, give me for somebody listening right now that may be on the fence because I think the job is going to be the like the easier thing between the job and the relationship. The job's the easier one to change here. So take me to that. Take me to the. Give me that encouragement that I'm like on the edge right now. And I know that I'm in a toxic workplace and I know that it's affecting my mental health. Yeah. What can you say to me right now? That's going to help me make that decision to finally do it.
2: That's a lot of pressure. I feel like I would often say this. I mean, I think you have to like, I would say what's keeping you, what's, what's keeping you from leaving. I would Mm. ask that first. Like in this situation, what would you say at that time? Do you think? Uh,
0: the comfort, the comfort, the money, okay. money and comfort, which you could probably go in the same category.
2: And do you think your that money and like stability is more significant or has more weight than your mental health, your overall mental
0: health? <laughs> oh, that's a tricky question. Um, mm, man,
2: man. That's a hard question, but I think it's in
0: the, these are not easy things to come to. That's why I'm trying to figure out when, when it says nothing is worth your mental health. And I'm like, these are big life changes you'd have to make, but we all know, like we all know, like if, if, and if you listen to this segment every Monday, you like you're here, like you care, you somewhat, you somewhat have an interest in your own mental health. Right. So then what is that point then that makes you say, I'm going to take that leap to like protect my mental health.
2: I think you'd really like be like, you know, would my quality of life be better if I left? Maybe I wouldn't be making the same money. Maybe there'd be some level of uncertainty, mm. right? Like it's scary to make a career change or to leave your place of employment for a new place, especially if you've been there for a while. And that's interesting to kind
0: of take the whole thing in, right? The whole picture.
2: Yeah. It doesn't, I, have to
0: be, it doesn't have to be mental health versus like, uh, versus your comfort, you know, your, your, um, stability that you know your your current stability i mean it doesn't have to be against that versus that right i
2: and i will say and i won't go like into which i was in a position for less than a year and it was it was i what i didn't feel as supported as i felt like i could have been i felt like it was it was really bad i i've never been and i you know i'm i am very sensitive and I can be anxious in a lot of situations, but this was like next level. And I left under a year and it was the best thing I could have done. And it was one of those things where I felt like I had to stay for a year, like at least a year, right? Like you're like, I have to give it a full year. But it was – I had chronic headaches and that's how I know when I'm I'm stressed or anxious is I have chronic headaches. I was just not doing well. I like was always like tearful, not at work, but just anything would just make me – Fearful. And then I um I just was miserable and not able to connect with other people because I was so tired. It was terrible. And so I left after. And what's hard is like there were aspects of the job that I really felt like had it been a different culture and I had a little bit more support, I could have stayed. But sure. I was like, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. And I I did I I wanna say, especially for me, I wanna stay in this field. I wanna be in this field of social work and mental health for a long time. And I'm like, this is going to burn me out before I, and it already is starting to. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to dip because my quality of life was, so the was overall,
0: pretty you almost have to take the overall thing into yeah. it. It's it's not like mental health has to be the one and only thing here. Like it's important. Obviously.
2: I was also to ask you what would like, sometimes I ask people and I even ask myself, like, what would like your 80 year, se- 80 year old self say to you? Like, like stay, stick with it. Or like, I don't think any, I think like, yeah, if you think that's a good point. Yourself, like when it, when right? it's all said and
0: done, like when you're, when you're right. in deathbed and that's a good point, like, Who are you, would ass, you care right? that like you stuck with it? Yeah. Versus being happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We have, uh, we have really broken that one down. It's yeah. interesting. There's a lot. I mean, I feel like the last couple of weeks actually have been really interesting in like breaking down these things that like sound so easy on the surface level of like, yeah, obviously if you sit here, like what's more important in mental health? Nothing. But like then you really start breaking these comments down, and you're like, well, there is a lot that goes into it. But then when you take the bigger picture of it all, right, you know, I think it's interesting. Leah has got a great she means they really are. It's a great social media page and it's got a lot of links under there too. You should go follow. So Leah, where do we get you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist. And I have linked to my website. I have the link to the Haven app that I'm on as a provider. And I do live events on that app. And yeah, content.
0: <laughs> so I'll Great. see you on there.
2: We'll see you there. See you there. <laughs> see you never. <network. laughs>
0: It is so crazy because I'm literally sitting here in the dark right now. I need to go turn. My, my, my eyes are completely strained. How Daylight Savings Time treat you? Why did you like that extra hour? I feel like today has been the longest day of my life. I still woke up at like, what, 3.30 this morning or whatever. <laughs> and I've, I did take a nap today. But like, it was a great day. I got a lot done though. I got a lot of extra things done with my time. I don't feel like it was, I've, this felt like a great, like, you see how know, sometimes the weekend flies by and you're like, how did I already go? But, like, this week- weekend really felt like a well-reset weekend. Hopefully you we felt the same way, too. But now ask me tomorrow when I'm all, like, my body's all thrown off, you know. I may not feel the same way. But today we're going to enjoy it. So, anyway, hope you had a great weekend. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much for being here. I don't, I don't take any episode... Uh, for granted, I don't. I don't take one of these episodes for granted because I know that you've got a lot of choices of things you can listen to and a lot of people you could support. And you choose this one. That's awesome. So thank you for giving me and your mom like this part of your day. So I love you. See you back here with the Brand New Ask My Mom tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye.
3: Hey, Kramer. It's Marcy from Atlanta. And I'm calling about the subject you discussed about putting a dog down. How could you ever suggest to someone that they have to put their dog down. I don't care what the situation is. Our family is currently dealing with our 13-year-old constant companion and watching him age, and my heart is just breaking, knowing that someday I will have to make that decision. I couldn't possibly tell another family that I feel they need to put their dog down. Their heart is probably breaking, knowing that their dog bit a child. Um, But to suggest that they have to put their dog down, I don't know how anyone could do that, knowing that pets are part of our family. And as much as they attach themselves to your heart, it's so hard to say that it's time for them to go. I'm just praying for that family, both families, that the family that had the dog can come to some sort of peace, knowing about this action And that the family that would even possibly think about telling someone they need to put their dog down, that they could come to peace too. It's such a difficult topic to talk about. Anybody that's had to put a dog down knows how difficult that is. And you couldn't possibly suggest that someone would have to do that.
1: Okay, that's it for today.